and welcome to Ear Thoughts. Uh, this is a new podcast about generic drivel and the occasional weekly conspiracy theory. Um, today I'm joined by Harry, who's he's my co... I don't know what the plural for podcaster is. Is it podcasters? I'd just say oh, co-host. Co-host. My co-podcast, Steve. We'll get, that's what we'll get. <laughs> co- co-podcaster. Probably. Yeah. Co-podcaster. And um, friend. And, and friend. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this familiar stranger. That's what I'll call you. Um yeah. So I think we do, just doing this podcast for a bit of fun. Yeah. And just and as well as distance wise we're quite apart, so speaking yeah. and doing a podcast every week gets us a chance to catch up and also gets us a chance to um put out our drivel on the internet. So Yeah. You know. Starts me being but, miserable from work every week. Well, which I'm only going to be for another eight weeks now. Yeah, can see I, at the time you said it, I was like, "Oh no, it's all gone wrong." And then I was like, "Actually, congratulations, because you were you were quite." Um... I I hate. I I thought I don't. I was talking to someone about it today, and I realised I don't know why I said I wanted to work in finance. I work in finance, people listening, for another eight weeks, and for the past. Three years, I'm saying, yeah, I want to be an accountant. I want to work in finance. I have no idea why. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea where, when or why I said I want to work in finance. Why did you go into finance? Was it just like, did you, I don't know. Why Did you just think, you know what, a safe bet, I'll just do finance? Or was it kind of like, I don't know, did you just have, did the opportunity arise to do it? The opportunity definitely didn't arise. I spent God knows how long doing interviews, applying for jobs in finance. I feel it was a sort of, like, it's a safe bet, I can make decent money, and I can have quite a nice job. And when someone asks you, what do you do? I'm an accountant. It's quite, it makes you sound more professional than you are, even if you crap at your job. (laughs) Well, do you enjoy any of it, or is it just... No. It's just not that (laughs) interesting. Not one. I like getting the company cars. I like getting a fairly decent food expense bill. So you like the perks? <laughs> yes. That's yeah. the that's the only decent bit. It's not a bad company to work for. The the company's very nice. It's just not the role for me. Yeah. That but I suppose that that sometimes happens, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 I'm trying to get into radio. That's even that's an even harder job to get into. Yeah, it's quite um it's quite, it's quite a limited field, but I know that you really do enjoy your radio. And the I one do. thing that you learn, well, I've learned about jobs, is that you should do something you enjoy. Because the people yeah. I know who've had jobs that they don't enjoy are just more unhappy because of it. Yeah. I mean, I, the two things I've always Well, about jobs, firstly, I've always said the minute you start counting down till your shift ends is the minute you should start looking for a new job. Yeah, which that's, is that's pretty good advice. Yeah, which I've done for every job I've had. The other thing is, as long as I'm happy and making enough money to live off, I'm perfectly good doing whatever I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I had a, I had a um, a year tutor. I think it was at school once upon a time. Say yeah. that there's two types of people in life, and it was really it was a difficult conversation to have because I. I kind of wanted to do something big, like really big. And then yeah. the guy next to me, who's somebody I used to know called Luke, he basically said, 
he just wanted a job where he could um go to work, come back, and then like I don't know, watch TV or whatever, and he'd be, he'd be quite happy with that. Yeah. And and our teacher kind of just said, well, you need some people in life that are like want big ideas and such, but you have a small amount of those people, and yet then you have like the more generic person, like uh, Luke. And I and at the time I was a bit like, you've just called him like really generic. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I understand your point that some people obviously are like, I don't know, Gandhi or somebody and do something really big and then you've got like the common man or whatever. But I don't, I, I just, it just sounded really demeaning the way you said it, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I, I think a big thing for me, I don't have a lot of outgoings. My main outgoings are for the football and the pub. I think I rarely buy a new. Two key things. Yeah, I rarely buy new clothes. The most clothes I buy is the season's football shirt. I go through a pair of shoes maybe every three years. My did car, you buy those shoes? I did. <laughs> I bought two did pairs. You? See, I like them. I think they were pretty I cool. did. There's a website called... I get it wrong every time. It's Kiri something. It's not Kiri. Kiri... I should know this. I was searching it today. They make the handmade Kenyan shoes out of in the Kitu Kali. Handmade right. Kenyan shoes out of uh, like Kenyan cotton materials, all really brightly coloured. And I sent it to a mate. I got an ad on Instagram for them, which I started buying more stuff off, which is kind of worrying. And I sent I sent the really bright ones to a mate. Because I thought he's either going to absolutely rinse me or agree with me they look fantastic, and he said they hurt my eyes the most of anything, and I've had people <laughs> poking around them with needles because he's had laser eye surgery. Uh, so I went and bought them. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> and I bought they're my going out pair. I've got another formal pair which is slightly less brightly coloured but still quite brightly coloured. So I've got I've got a pair I'm gonna wear with suits and a pair I'm just gonna wear out. Yeah. But pr- you do you do have clothes like that. Like you have, I have a pair of um, I'm not really. I think they're, they're braces in the UK. I think they're called suspenders in oh, the yeah. United States. Yeah. But and I I've always learned to say suspenders, but then they are completely different things in the UK. Yeah. So, yeah. So if, like I will only ever wear that if I'm like I don't know. If I've got like a big event or there's a posh party, I'll wear them and it'll it'll look nice. But I won't like I went on a walk today. It's not like I was going to wear them because I yeah. just look very very strange. Yeah, it's like you won't wear a tie out for a walk. Yeah, but you made an interesting point about um, you know, advert. You were talking about advert like you saw something on Instagram, was it? Yeah, yeah. I um, I think that's increasingly. Like, if you type one thing up on the internet, like, you could, like, buy or whatever, you get a lot of ads for it. It is so, scary. Yeah, so I, um, I watched a program called The Singapore Grip, and it yeah. was about, I forget who it's by or from, but it's basically about Singapore in the, um, Second World War, and kind of this family of, I forget what they sell, rubber, is it, or something like that, but anyway, so I was thinking... I've never actually been to Singapore. I'd quite like to go eventually. So I typed it up, and there's a really famous hotel there. I 
forget what it's called, but I I can like picture it. So I thought, oh, I wonder how much it costs, and it it was fairly expensive because obviously it's a really iconic hotel. But I just on the limb decided to see how much it costs, and then that's the last I like looked at it. But then I went on my computer today, and I just got ads all the time for it saying, yeah. oh, you can stay in this hotel for a less price, and I was thinking. That's really scary. <laughs> I just yeah. type one thing up, and then all of a sudden I'm getting like loads of ads for it. Yeah, well, we were talking before we started this. I run a media production company called Bonsai 78 Media. Um, and we were saying how I got the name for that after looking at Bonsai Trees to Buy. And th- this was a good two or three months ago. I still get ads from that. And it, it wouldn't be... I wouldn't mind it, because the first Bonsai Tree I got was... It was like the 20 quid one from Asda. The ones I got get adverts for, like the 10 grand proper oriental ones. 10 grand bonsai trees? Yeah, and they look really nice, don't get me wrong. But I'm not, I've <laughs> barely made 10 grand in total. I'm not spending it on a bonsai tree. If I had that money to spend on a bonsai tree, I'd be doing something way different. I'm actually closer to negative 10 grand in debt. <laughs> That's... That's what university I, does to you. Yeah, I think I'm actually more than that because I'm in, like, second year now. So I'm obviously past... Uh, yeah. You if you passed first term, buy, you would have tipped it. You could either buy a first year of university or a really cool bonsai tree. Yeah. Lego Maker bonsai tree. I found that out a couple of days ago. That that has got your name written all over it. I, I was going to buy Lego it. Lego bonsai tree. I was going to buy it, but it sold out everywhere and they're about 80 quid on eBay. 80 quid. Yeah. Oh, I, I see. It's yeah. quite cool. It's quite cool, though, isn't it? It does look really nice. If I can find it for around 50 quid, I'll get it. There are some Lego sets like that, though, that re- look really nice, but are way too much money. Like, the they did a ship in the bottle, which I quite... I like ship in a bottle. I, I really yeah, want like, cool. a decent-sized one just put on a shelf somewhere. But that was something like 70 quid, because it if you go on price per piece, it's really low. But the sea was made out of just like individual one by one stud bricks. So price per piece, it's very low. But as the whole model, because there are so many individual bricks, it just looks like nothing. I think the Lego store and Lego website is somewhere where if you had a lot of money, you could spend a significant amount. If I, you, I, if I won the lottery... Yeah, if I won the lottery, a good chunk of money would go to that website. I saw something uh, once, actually. There was a load of Reddit posts about uh, bad first dates. And there was a, a good point on there. A good way to sort of flesh out bad people. Ask them how you'd spend your money if you won the lottery. There's one saying uh, she took a guy on a date and asked him that. And he said he'd break up with his girlfriend get a load of strippers and cocaine, buy a yacht why, and wait, just go sailing. Why was he on a date if he had a girlfriend? That's I, my, that's I my was first issue. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering that. I'd, I mean, I'd, the, the strippers and cocaine's not great either. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it would have been worse if you said, wait, wait, which yacht? That, oh, that would have been a worse bit to say. Yeah. I mean, there are some nice yachts out there. As somebody with big ambitions, I have been on a number of yacht websites, but <laughs> never going to happen because a I can't drive a yacht or sail a yacht, 
and B, I actually quite I, I I really into football, right? So I go every week. So the one thing stopping me from going, I I had a thought a long time about whether I wanted to go to university abroad. Yeah. But the, but then I was like, but I can't go to the football if I'm abroad. And I, I did. I, that. I, yeah, I just I I put the 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 fun that I have at the football with my dad, I wouldn't kind of replace for anything no matter how good of an experience because that's just something that we do together yeah see i'm, I'm slightly different because i go to the football on my own but because of where i sit everyone around me's got a season ticket so there's always a single seat in the exact same place so for the last season that i was going i was sitting in the exact same seat every game so yeah, cause... It, it just be sort you turn up not knowing anyone then when you score when you equalise at two all in the seventieth minute, you get to know everyone. Three two, it's like they've been your neighbour. Four yeah. two, it's almost like you're getting married. Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. Cause, yeah, there's been a. Cause one thing that you notice going to the football is that it start. It does start off a bit awkward if you've never met the people around you before. Yeah. Like I, I used to sit next to this guy at football who was um, quite a large bloke. But it was the, the thing that annoyed me. Right, it's not the not it's that the seats, the distance between the seats, um, where you sit and the seat in front of you, is not that big. So I'm I don't know five ten, five eleven. When I sit down, my feet touch the seat, and this guy was like six six. So his feet obviously yeah. have to go off at his side, and that that just happened to be my side. So whenever I get there, I think oh I'm gonna be squished or whatever. But then when we're winning three two in the ninety fourth minute and we've just scored, like that guy's like the mate that i go to the pub with every week yeah like hugging and everything it's just and the same thing happens in pubs around here is i went to i went to watch uh a match against aston villa and they we went three and up and yeah there was guys running around like respect like high-fiving everybody and taking their tops off and this was at like nine o'clock on a tuesday night or something <laughs> like that like, yeah what on earth is going on but, yeah. Yeah. Well, I took my dad to the football once. Because none of my family likes football. I'm the sort of first person in my family to properly like football. And my dad said at some point in the summer, after a lot to drink, um, that he'd come with me to one. Which mainly meant for me, I saved about 30 quid on train tickets. Which was a real win for me. Win-win there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we went. And I'm 6'3". And large build. Let's say, my dad's six six, and you can tell we're related. Let's put it that way. I I have seen your dad before. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not small. We're not a small family. My mum. I think my mum's the smallest in the it, family. Yeah. I think my mum's the smallest, and she's five ten. Crikey, you're yeah. the same size as me. Yeah. Well, my brother's three years younger than me, and he's six. Your brother's one, huge. I think. He's, for his age, your brother's tall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we went to the football, and at half time, my dad needs to stretch his legs. So he went into the um, uh, concourse area, um, and he didn't reappear. <laughs> he, he was just watching it on a monitor in there. Yeah. I think, who were we playing? I think we were playing Blackburn. I think we were quality match that. Yeah, I think we were two one down at half time, and we the ref was awful. We we had a chance going around the stadium, 
uh, like we always get shit refs and yeah. ones like that. And it was sort of thing like my dad's standing next to me. He's never been to a football match. Do I join in and have a really awkward ride home, or do I wait until he's disappeared for a bit? <laughs> so my attitude was very different for the second half. I think yeah. we won it five two. Well, and you got the last lap, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I'm just um looking at this Lego Creator bonsai tree, and I just know that tomorrow I'm gonna come on my computer and just get advertisements for bonsai and Lego all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it's worse when you've had a bit to drink, and you forget you've ordered one. Cause I've I've done that. I ordered a um ukulele drunk once <laughs> and I completely forgot I had until it arrived a few days later that would have been a surprise yeah it, w- it was like what on earth oh oh no I, I did that oh oh. the that, worst that one last point again yeah. that. the worst one's when you see your bank statement and it just comes up I had one in August it was right before I closed my bank account and it was three double pages and I counted, there were three lines on there that weren't at a pub. I mean, I see my bank account and I don't spend money on stuff. And I still, like, I'm like, oh, no. I spent, like, £10 on, like, some orange juice or something. Because you yeah. slowly see your money drip away. Yeah. Um, uh, but about, like, I don't know, an hour ago, I was making some food. Yeah. So, I was making some spaghetti. Okay. Bolognese. That's why I have it on a Thursday and a Friday. So I was making it, and one thing I can never get right is um, portion sizes, right? I'm awful one, with portions. Cooking for one is quite difficult because yeah. a lot of recipes have cooking for two. And normally what I do is I'll just cook for two, and then I'll put half in like a Tupperware for the next day, and then I'll eat half <coughs> then. And that normally works, but the issue is that even then I still get portion sizes wrong. So last yeah. week when I had spaghetti... I had this massive load of spaghetti and and mince as well. And yeah. there was a lot of it in it. So this week I was like, I will put less spaghetti in it because that was the issue last week. I put less spaghetti in. So I did that. But then the issue was is that the recipe works for a certain, like I think it's 250 grams of mince. Yeah. So I do that bit the same because you can you buy 500 grams of mince and then you do one, 250 one day, 250, whatever. So, I I made it, and then afterwards I realised that my ratio for spaghetti to mince was the worst. It was like, for every, like, I don't know, uh, gram of spaghetti, there was about two grams of mince. Yeah. So, I just had this bowl where it was like a layer of um, spaghetti, and then it just covered in mince. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, forking through this um, mince trying to get to the spaghetti, which is, like, completely different to what you normally do. You normally have more spaghetti. I'm like that with rice. Because if I'm lazy, I just do one of the microwave bags, which are two portions, but no one really ever does half portion and put the other one in the fridge. So I'll either have the full two portions, or if I'm boiling rice, I never know how... I know it's supposed to be like a cup, but I kind of just guess. So sometimes I'll end up making like four portions, sometimes it'll be like half a portion. Yeah, it's... um Like... I've got into cooking recently. I quite like cooking. Yeah. It's quite therapeutic. And you actually... I always thought that you spent more money cooking, but you actually spend quite a lot less. Yeah. So, 
because if you just buy like I don't know some onion, some mint, yeah, it's like twenty thirty pound shop, but that that'll do you for a week and you'll be completely fine. Yeah. But cooking cooking for two or four is a lot easier than cooking for one because oh, a yeah, lot of definitely. menus and portions like. If I was to cook for a, I don't know, our friendship group, I'd be able to manage it, right? But yeah. cooking for one, you could just, you can never really get it right. And I know people say, oh, you just, I don't know, measure it and do X amount of grams. But I don't have a scale. I don't even have like the little things that tell you how much like an ounce or a tablespoon is. I don't even have a tablespoon. <laughs> I'm here, I'm here eating spaghetti bolognese with a teaspoon. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I sometimes get lazy when I'm like measuring out oil or spices. I think oh, that's a teaspoon, so that's probably about a tablespoon. Yeah, I just kind of, you, you kind of wing it, and then I suppose that's that's why it goes wrong all the time because yeah. you're just constantly thinking. Well, I think I've been doing recently with spaghetti is I've been putting well bolognese is I've been putting Worcestershire sauce in. Okay, and it's a, it's actually quite nice because it it didn't have a lot of flavour the first couple of times I did it. So I put some salt and pepper in, and I put some herbs in, and I still think you know what it's missing something. Yeah. I put a bit of Worcestershire sauce in, which I didn't realise had um, is it anchovies or fish or something in it? That's something I have really no idea. Weird in it, and it it baffled me at the time. I was like, because normally I just have Worcestershire sauce and um, sausages. That's what I've always normally had. Yeah. But but Worcestershire sauce has um, I'm just trying to find it now. It, it has something strange in it. It might be... I feel like it's some sort of fish. Liam Perrins. Yeah, that sounds or per- right. Or Perrins. Is that, is, that the store, is that the brand? Huh? It has, yeah, it has, know, in. Mm. it has anchovies in. It has anchovies in. Which are those little... It's the fish, fish or crustaceans? It's the little fish you get on pizzas that... Are I really salty. Hate. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, at, at the outset, you put that in spaghetti bolognese, you think that doesn't really go at all, but it actually is quite nice. Mm. I'm actually a big fan of it. I'll be honest, I don't like pasta at all. There is a long list of things that you don't like, isn't there? Yeah, we could make an entire show out of things I don't like. It's, an, it's a very long list. <laughs> what a subsection. Foods that <laughs> Harry doesn't like. Just name a different one every week. We we'd be going for several years doing that. Yeah, but you do have a um, surprising taste, actually. I know, yeah. I, when I um, a couple of first times I met you, I was thinking, oh, I bet you love like I don't know a steak or a sausage sandwich. And then I began to talk to you, and you're like, I'm actually not that fan fond of this. And I was thinking, <laughs> hang on, uh, yeah. what do you what do you what do you eat? And you say I eat a lot of curry. <laughs> and I was yeah. Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah, it, it generally is a lot of things with spice in. Oriental food is probably what I eat the most. Because that's just oh, what I've learned to cook, so I do it out of habit. I don't mind what? a steak. I won't have it that often, though. How do you like your steak? Well done. I like You're it well done. I like it cooked. You like a, you like a ruined steak, man. <laughs> I, I like it cooked. I don't want it to be pink in the middle. See, I have mine rare. Mine's practically still mooing. My brother does that. He has it properly pink. It's I like, like it. I don't. I don't like a lot of blood. I'm not. Uh, what do you call someone that doesn't like blood? What's the word for it? Doc. Hy- homophobic. 
Is that blood? I think it's um, hemophobic. Isn't it high, well, hemoglobins in your blood? Yeah. This is what a C in biology gets you. An obscure, po- an obscure podcast a few years later, you don't know what the fear of blood is. Hemophobia or hematophobia in American English. Yeah, hemo- I'm not hem- I'm not hemophobic, but I don't like blood coming out of meat that I'm trying to cook, because it's kind of like, well, that could be part of my leg. And knowing <laughs> how clumsy I can be sometimes, that probably could be part of my leg. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I used to be... The way I always got told to eat it was to have um, medium rare, right? Yeah. But I often I see, I don't know, Facebook videos or TikToks or what have you, and it, they cut it, and it's really rare, and it looks amazing. So then I just decided to have it rare, and I don't know, just rare bit of peppercorn sauce. But to be honest, I don't often have steak, if I'm honest. Yeah. I have it when I have a nice meal, but when you're just kind of living and you're cooking meals... I. I just don't really buy it because I don't know, it's just not really where my head goes to. And it's not like I could eat half a steak and then put it away in the... F- that's just not really... I just think that's a bit weird. I just, if I had a steak I'd just eat it. Yeah. You know? It's like pizzas because it's like there are two or three servings per like frozen pizza. But you won't, you always eat the full pizza. You oh don't... yeah, but when you open it you do yeah. just eat the entire pizza. Well, yeah. you say that. I've got a friend, his flatmate at uni. He cut the pizza in half and it's still frozen but half it back in the freezer and only cooked half of it that's it's a unique what? way of doing it i heard it yeah I, I know quite a lot of people that do like things that sound quite weird i had um i heard about a story about this guy who went to university and it, all of his um flatmates i think had gone out the night before yeah. and they all woke up at about i don't know whatever time they normally wake up in freshers so about three three p.m yeah <laughs> and they, they all waltzed into the kitchen and this guy had obviously gone back to his room to get something and they all noticed on the first shelf of the oven cooking was just like a fish <laughs> like, not like a fillet of fish but you know the fish that you just buy at fishmongers with like yeah. head and it just it was on this shelf cooking and they were all a bit like <laughs> Hang on. So, yeah. Like, well, see, I think that's really strange, right? I, I was I was talking to someone that I work with, um, and they usually do like a big sort of uh, academy day, as they call it, for all of sort of graduates and uh, apprentices, interns, everything. And she was telling me about one a couple of years ago where she had had so much to drink, she got up, hung over to go to work the next day. And she was in a, She was sat in a meeting, snuck out halfway to be sick in the toilets. She'd taken her shoes off at some point in the toilets. No reason why. Then she'd walk back into the meeting and someone asked her, where are your shoes? And she was like, I don't know. Because she, she just lost her shoes at some point between Gosh. being sick and going back to the meeting. She must have gone mental. Oh, yeah. If, like if, if there's one thing I've learned about accountants... We can all drink, <laughs> and you probably don't want to see us past about two a.m. I mean, I mean, you know, I can drink. Yeah, because I, I used to be, I used to drink quite a lot back last year, and yeah. then I went to the pub with you, and you were necking pints at a rate of knots. Well, I was like, 
when I have six pints in a night and think I've drank quite a lot. And here with you having yeah. like 13, 14 pints. I'm thinking, crikey. Well, last night was the first time I drank since Christmas. And I thought, I've, I've got a pub quiz on Saturday. So I thought, I'll take it easy. I've got a crate of beer. I'll save that and I'll just drink the ciders tonight. Because we had four, four or six ciders left in the fridge. So I drank those. Then I drank about six cans of beer as well. So that was near enough 10 pints, and now I've got to go get another case of beer for Saturday. I was thinking, I was thinking, and I had work this morning. Till Christmas, I'll have like a small gin and tonic because that's what I did. But no, here you are drinking 10 pints. That's a ridiculous amount. See, for me, that's not a lot. Yes, I think it is all relative to the person. Yes. We have some friends who are quite small in stature and don't drink that much. And then when they try and... Because I think that you do at the pub is... I, I, if love, you, if I, I love how you one, say that. I instantly know who you're talking about. Yeah, if, if I have a drink, right, I'll buy a round. And then yeah. somebody else will buy a round. But the thing is, it's all to do with... Um, so if me and you have finished our drink, obviously we want another round in. So somebody will go buy a round. And one of two things happens is either that person drinks their drinks to try and keep up with us or then ends up with a massive load of drinks yeah but or but one of us will just buy us to a drink again yeah and because they're trying to keep up and they've not they're not used to the amount of liquids that we drink yeah they actually get more more intoxicated over an amount of time because yeah. relative to them they're drinking quite a lot but to us it's not that much well, in the summer when it was sort of the eat out to help out thing, a few of us would go to Spoons almost every day. Um, yeah. And it got to a point where, because service could be slow at times, I was ordering two pints plus a four-person pitcher, and I'd be finishing all of that before someone else finished, like, a half pint of the cider. Yeah, you had to um, you had to kind of stockpile your drinks. Yeah. When you got served, you, you had to make sure you had enough, so... We went to um, Crafty, Crafty Fox, which is our kind of it's local. Our, it's our local, essentially. Even yeah. though I've got one next to me and about another four on the way yeah. to going there. I have one about 100 metres away, and yet our local is like a drive into Loughborough. Yeah. It's a great pub, Crafty Fox. Oh, All yeah. the people there are lovely. But I remember one time I went, and I think I spent something ridiculous, like £80 that night. Yeah. And I bought, I think it was 100 chicken wings oh yeah. first day yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. then i bought i think no you, four... you bought you bought two plates you bought one of the is something like barbecue sweet and one chili, of sweet and chili. They, yeah they were good though but the only issue was that it was really messy yeah i don't i'm not a big fan of like sticky wings i like them dry a dipping sauce i don't mind yeah so that night i knew that because I was ordering all this stuff, I thought I might as well order my drinks for the night. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously, oh I yeah, I know point, what you're talking about now. Yeah. Uh, I think by this point, I'd probably had a few anyway, so my mind yeah. wasn't working that logically. So I thought I think it was like four Jaeger bombs, two pints, two rum and cokes, and two gin and tonics. So yeah. I lined them up on the windowsill, and through the night, I was slowly getting. It was like um, a progress bar. Yeah. And, and then by the end. Um, one of our friends had to drive us home, and I was absolutely hammered. <laughs> Who did drive that night? I can't remember. I think it might have been... Was it Tom? It might have been... Oh, yeah, because Tom was there, wasn't he? Yeah, I, it feel probably like, was Tom. I feel like Tom was driving that night. It was either Tom 
Or I feel. I think Tom was driving. Then me and Henry did our normal thing of going to the kebab shop, then singing three lines as we walked. I home. don't. I don't think it was Tom actually, because I remember by the end of that night it was just me, you, and Henry. Yes, yeah, so unless Tom left. No, you, Lucy drove. You stayed there, um, and waited for her. Me and Henry went and got a kebab, walked back, decided we weren't going to wait for you, and walked back to his. And we stayed at his for another two hours. Oh, and then Lucy took me home. Yeah. Well, that's food and drink. That was. <laughs> well, that's food and drink. The other thing I kind of wanted to talk about is I want to talk about music because you obviously partly I'm sure you partly own yeah, Shop Records. Yeah. Right? Co-owner of and a record you, label. Yeah, and you have um Bonsai seventy eight. Yeah, my media production company. Yeah. And a radio so, show. And a radio show. And, and another and, podcast. And another podcast. And now this podcast. Yeah. I'm and, I'm gonna plug it quickly. If you want to listen to us live, you can listen 7 till 10 p.m. GMT on 382 Radio, available on 382radio.online through the streamer, the Simple Radio by streamer app, or through your internet radio provider. The podcast is the Coffee Shop Best Bits podcast. That is available through Spotify, iTunes, and all your popular podcast providers. Visit Coffee Shop Records at www.coffeeshoprecords.co.uk. I've got used to that. A cheeky plug. I'd, I like it. <laughs> I debated trying to do the terms and conditions thing, but I just messed my words up too easily. What are the ter- what terms and conditions apply? Yeah, you know when, you have a specific you, amount of terms and conditions. No, you're know, just going to go on a rant. <laughs> <laughs> you know when people do it like really fast. Yeah. I debated trying to do that. Like but, people trying to sell, like loan you out money, and there's yeah. always and there's always the terms and conditions at the end. And there's APR that's like a thousand percent or yeah. something can ridiculous. You, can well. you remember when like all ads just used to be like short-term loans that were like 145 percent APR? There were yeah. You never there was see a ta- them. There was anymore. a time. There was a and there were loads of them, weren't there? Yeah. There was Wonga. Yeah, Wonga. I think they went bankrupt. That was that. Yeah, but the good thing about the good thing about Wonga was the um was the theme. It was um. It was Mr. Sandman, but it was Wonga. It was like, <laughs> Wonga, 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 Wonga. And that was just an amazing... That's the only thing I liked about their company. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Newcastle shirts. Oh. <laughs> but, um, so, obviously, yeah, music's a big part of our, our lives. Because, yeah. obviously, I'm really into my music. You're really into music. And I just wanted to know, kind of... What was your fa- what's your favorite song recently? Because I know that you do a lot of independent music. Yeah. So I was just thinking, what are you what are you kind of what what what, what are you classing as recently? Like I've listened to recently or has been released recently. Um. Well, I'm gonna go listen to recently because I've got my favorite song recently, and it is from quite a long time <laughs> ago, <laughs> like years, last century. Listen to recent. I don't tend to listen to a song like on repeat i've got playlists my main playlist at the minute is a sort of punk rock playlist i think yeah. if i picked a song uh what's your name by homesick holiday uh who we have appearing on the coffee shop with harry and dan on 382 radio in a few <laughs> weeks time um or love another the cheeky plug yeah or another dream by restless youth who are appearing on the coffee shop with Harry and Dan next Friday? 
They, they genuinely are as well. That's the best thing. Oh, um, yeah, I, I think I've listened. They're in quite a few of my recent playlists. Um, both of them. So they're up there. Um, Skin Dread, who are sort of like a reggae metal band. Um, I listen to them quite a lot. That CD's usually on repeat in my car most times I'm driving it. Kaiser Chiefs is always up there. Um, always been a big Kaiser Chiefs fan. Yeah, me too. Leeds. Ah, yeah. Um, Boys. Who else? Funny story about the Kaiser Chiefs, actually, is um, I had tickets to go and see them at Ellen Road once upon a time. Yeah. And it got to the day, but I don't. I didn't really want to go with anybody. I really like their music, but I didn't want to go with my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Or any of the mates I had at the time. And I think my dad was busy. And then, I th- for some reason, when I was like 17, my logic was I'd rather not go with somebody I don't like than... Like not not go at all, then go with somebody I don't like. Yeah, it's really stupid logic, really. Because I could have gone and just really enjoyed the music, and apparently it was an amazing night. But we ended up selling the tickets on the day, yeah, about two hours before it started, for about the same price as we paid for them. Yeah, but I kind of I missed out on experience there. Well, I I usually end up buying two tickets, then like a week before I just ask if anyone wants to go, and it'll yeah. usually be Spike that says yes. And it'll usually be about an hour late. Ah, uh, sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. That's um notoriously good at arriving on time, Spike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um my fav my favourite song recently is um Perfect Day by Lou Reed. Okay. Which is a very old uh, yeah. tw- like fifty years ago yeah. now. And if nobody really knows who Lou Reed is which they should they should do, but he was the guitarist, singer, and songwriter for the Velvet Underground, who mm. were bro band. They were a really good band. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and the it's it's quite um quite strange. But the reason I know about this song is because I heard a parody of it, right? Yeah. And I thought this is a really cool song, and I didn't realize it was a parody. And then in the description, it said, um perfect day or whatever so it's like oh i'll have a listen to this and it's actually really grown on me yeah uh, it's one thing i've um the one thing that i've noticed nowadays is I'm, I'm saying this like i'm really old but i'm not but music is a, a lot of it i listen to the, some chart music i do like chart music uh it's not a criticism it's just an observation is that music nowadays is less kind of guitar singer drums bass guitar yeah you know it's it's not they it used to be that's what music was yeah there were loads and loads of bands like that so like i don't know the beatles the who the rolling stones all of these bands had kind of that setup yeah and that I, I, i'm obviously really into that music and now days it's more a lot of it's kind of i don't know how you describe it a Ele- I, w- I want to say electronic, but there's some. I think there's something called like home pop or something like that. A lot uh, of it's sort of made electronically. Yeah, which which don't get me wrong, some of them are amazing. Oh I, yeah, I do. I do like some of the songs, but I was just there's not that many bands nowadays that fit that traditional kind of kind of setup, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like I mean, indie music. I suppose you have a couple of bands there. Well, the thing yeah. is, indie music isn't really in like 
the term indie music has sort of taken over from alternative rock. Yeah. Indie like indie music means independent music, someone not signed it, to a label. It meant yeah, ind- independent labels. Yeah. But, but now it's kind of now it just means alternative rock. In in much. indie music itself is just kind of become a genre that's kind of very similar to alternative rock. Yeah. So when I when I, when somebody says indie music, it's not actually I know what you mean because if somebody released I don't know uh, a reggae song right yeah o- independently, surely that class is an indie song right because yeah. it's independent yeah technically but, that is but an nowadays indie. yeah but nowadays you wouldn't describe it at all like that because indie itself has I suppose become its own genre yeah 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 which is it's a bit weird to be fair because like you grow up with sort of bands. Like if you think Catfish and the Bottle Men, Blossoms, Kaiser Chiefs are probably just about fitting to it. To be fair, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, Arctic Monkeys. I, I really got into the the vaccines as well. Yeah, a lot of these. Yeah. Yeah, the stroke. Uh, yeah, the Strokes. Um, and they sort of people know them as sort of being indie music, but realistically, it's just sort of alternative rock. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, but that's not to say that. It's not brill because those bands. No, it's still it's still fantastic yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. I think another thing that's kind of been preying on my mind is kind of vinyls. Like, yeah, it's been reintroduced. Re- well, I say recently, it's been reintroduced for quite a while. Yeah, but there's an entire thing that having vinyls is like a cool thing. Do you know? I'm guilty. Do you know vinyls sold more than CDs over the past like five years? Crikey! Yeah, because I I have um. I'm guilty of this because I have a box of vinyls. I have twenty, thirty. I have uh, Coldplay's "Head Full of Dreams" on my wall. Yeah, and I thought I, I saw really, that in a picture. Yeah, I really like um, vinyls, and it's because I always got told by my dad that the quality of sound on a vinyl is better. Yeah, I don't know if that's just a if it, that is that a genuine thing. Is, is... I feel like if you like properly an audio file, you could tell. But Personally, I, can't I can't. Tell. <laughs> no. And I I like having them, but yeah. my the 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 ear thought as we were I yeah. was having was that ear so vinyls are most popular more like popular now and you're seen as like cool or I don't know how you describe it hip having, for having vinyl yeah hip hip I suppose but yeah. I was wondering in like twenty years. Like yeah. the generation, a couple of generations after ours, maybe we've had kids or whatever. Will they suddenly be getting like, uh, like CDs? No cassettes. I want to bring cassettes. cassettes back. Bring bring back the Walkmans. Yeah. Or well, what about those? Um. Yeah. An eight track tape. Yeah. E- everything starts coming out on VHS again. Oh, VHS! Back in, back way back when I was yeah. like four, the last time I saw a VHS. Yeah. But yeah, do you think that'll happen or do you think it's just kind of a phase? I don't know. I yeah. I can kind of see like iPods coming back. I wouldn't mind an iPod again. Cuz yeah. like I've since doing the radio show, I get a lot of music sent to me um to play. And a lot of it I do listen to outside of the show, but a lot of it is sort of either just like on SoundCloud um or just as an MP3 form, it's like not on Spotify or anything. So I have been debating like buying an iPod so I can listen to it 
only downside is I don't actually have any earphones. Get a Zoom. A Zoom? <laughs> What's a Zoom? Yeah. It was um, Microsoft's answer to the iPod. Right. And it, they will put like, kind of media players and you can connect it to your Windows PC. It was just like an iPod, right? And it it, it just wasn't as good. It um started... It, let me just have to do it. Yeah, I'm it's, just getting up now. It started in 2006 and got discontinued by 2012. Oh, no, yeah, I remember that. They were the yeah, ridiculously yeah. expensive ones, weren't they? And ev- I, I knew a lot of people who thought it was going to take off, right? Zune was going to be better than uh, the iPod because Microsoft, I don't know, are these titans of business. But I, I don't think it really kicked off. I, I did have an iPod back in the day. I did really like iPod. Yeah, I had a few. Yeah. Um, yeah. They tried. There was one on Kickstarter that tried it. Um, it was like, it was like the size of a. I'm trying to think what it would have been. iPod Nano. Was yeah, that the one with the screen and the button? But the, the slim one. Uh, you had the was, you had the original iPod. Nano. You had the original, the original iPod, iPod, which is like the size the, of a credit card. The iPod Touch. Yeah, eventually. which is like an early version of the iPhone. You had the shuffle. Yeah. The Nano, and then there was another one. And one just had the circular button, one just had the screen, and there was one that was like both of them together. There was an iPod Mini. I think well. Mini was the one that was just the screen. I think Shuffle was the one that just had the circular button, and the Nano was one with the screen and the button. Let's have a look. There's, there's, I think these are all the ones that in production there's there were um well they don't make them anymore so they're not in production then. ipod classic ipod shuffle ipod touch ipod classic mini nano yeah i just think yeah but yeah i think nano is one that i'm thinking of it, yeah. it was like that but it was like the shape of a toblerone and they they tried to bring it back it was a kickstarter project and it got, it got overwhelmingly funded it was funded to something like half a million quid, but I, it yeah. never took off. I'm not. I just I'm not hundred sure it ever actually made it into production. I just think it's that iPod has, iPod. I, I don't even think iPods are that popular nowadays. To be honest. Oh no, they're not. I think if you're gonna, if you want music, I just you just you normally just use a streaming service, right? Yeah. To be fair, like, I saw something on Hackster. Which are three D printing, um, and sort of like a circuit board making site, and someone had taken the shell of an iPod Classic, um, and used a Raspberry Pi to make a Spotify app that looked like your original iPod, like home screen. Yeah. So it was like it was your entire Spotify library, but on basically an iPod Classic. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm debating uh, get trying to get the uh, circuitry sheets. Try and make one myself. Because I know, I know, I just use Spotify, right? Yeah. And I know, I know some people use a- Apple Music. I I don't know that many people use Amazon Music. I used Cause to because you cause you I, got it I free have Amazon with, Prime. Yeah, yeah. You got bits but, free with Amazon Prime, but then you have to pay for Amazon Unlimited as well. I, I, I just I pay for Spotify anyway and as a student I get it for like less so I don't know I 
And once you've made it, I've got a playlist on Spotify that I've had ever since I started using Spotify years and years ago. And it's now yeah. like 1,700 songs, right? Because I'll just listen to a song and think, oh, that's quite nice. And I'll add it to my playlist. But then it's such a weird variety of music. So I'll have like, um, I don't know, like the Great Escape theme tune on, on this playlist. And then the next song will be Young, Dumb and Broke. And it's such a... Con- a confusing playlist so i've made a new one and i've i've decided i'm going to limit it to 200 songs yeah so if i add a song and i go over it i have to go through and think i'm not a fan of that song much so that it keeps kind of like so so that i can listen to it and not have i don't know the doctor who theme come on yeah. in the car when i'm with like my mates or something <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah because I've been driving with you before, and sometimes we'll have a really good song come on, and then sometimes I'll, I'll be there skipping for ages because I won't like any of these songs anymore. Yeah, it'll it'll go from some it'll be like DJ Khaled one second and Whitney Houston the next. Yeah, yeah. Like Andrea Bocelli and just. I just make new playlists. I have so many playlists that are just like fifty and odd songs long, because they'll just be like songs I really want to listen to. But then I have like the like I've got a heavy metal playlist which is a few hundred songs long, my uh, punk rock ones about a couple hundred songs long. I think I've got a Christmas one which is about twenty. Yeah, because it's all the it's all the the classics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you I have, have a few a... good new ones, but they're rare. I have an, I, see, I'm guilty of this. I have an indie playlist that just has a bunch of like alternative rock songs on it. <laughs> yeah. And I do like that playlist as well, because a lot, a lot, a lot of the times I'll tailor it to the situation. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm really, if I'm with people that like indie music, I'll lob that on. But if I'm people that don't really mind, I'll lob whatever on. But I've noticed, we talked about streaming services and how um, music has, I suppose, become increasingly, I don't know, I don't know the word for it. Like you no longer get material things; it's all like on your phone or whatever. Yeah. And I, I think that's. I've recently got into my reading a lot more. Yeah. I've been reading some books. So right now I'm reading, I read 20 pages of two books a night. So one book is lighthearted. I know that's just a Jeremy Clarkson book, right? Which, which one are you on? Uh, one sec, let me check. <laughs> I'll, cause I've, I've read a few of them. I'm just trying to think which one. It's called If You Just Let Me Finish. Right? I think I've read that one. And is that the orange one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've read and it's that. Quite, it's quite... I'm not... I do like Jeremy Clarkson in certain situations. I think he does say some stuff that I'm a bit like, hmm. But anyway, I read 20 pages of that, and that's my lighthearted stuff. And then I, I got recommended a book called um, The Pilgrim. And I've started reading it, and I'm, I'm kind of a 80 pages, 100 pages through it. And it's a it's about it's kind of a cry. It's more intense than just some Jeremy Clarkson jargon, basically. Yeah. It's about it's a crime kind of spy thriller thing, and it's it's quite good. But the reason I'm mentioning books is because I I've a couple of people I know that read books have said, "Oh, get a Kindle or get yeah. uh, an, or Amazon Fire, is it or get whatever." Yeah. But one of the things I like about books is the fact that they are like paper books. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Kindles. I've tried them before, um, but 
personally, I just I prefer an actual book, and they tend to be cheaper. Like Kindle like, books are rarely on sale, and then you can get just, some books for like two quid. No, I related it to a wider point of, I think that's just we like think people like things in person, like having things. So I like books, right? Actual books in my hand, and I do have Spotify and loads of songs on it. But then I have vinyl, right? Yeah. So that's in hand as well, and I'll have I don't know what's a, a good example like. I know I could have a picture on my phone, but people print them out and put them on their walls. Yeah. And it's like, I think partly it's because we like just having things. And we also like showing people that we also have things. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I just, I don't know. I just, I have nothing against people that like Kindles and whatnot. Because they are brill, because you can store loads on them. And um, they're all in one place, and it's easy to take around, and they have good battery charger. I just, I just prefer prefer books. I prefer hard copies as well, but they are normally extensively more expensive. See, I'm di- and it's just not worth it. I'm different. I tend to prefer paperbacks. Oh, really? Yeah. How come? I don't know. It's just like generally, as a kid, we'd buy like a whole series of books, which are usually all being paperback. Then a new one would come out, and it would be. Like OCD would say, I want the paperback so it matches. So I think it's just sort of having grown up like that, I just tend to go for the paperbacks. Yeah, yeah. And they usually tend to be a bit cheaper, so. Yeah, they do. That's that's a like I like hardbacks, but I will only ever get hardbacks on like Christmas because I am not paying for said hardbacks. Yeah. If you if you want a book and you will just read it. And you're a bit skint like me and a student. You would just buy a paperback. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people have been telling me, oh, just go to the library. But the thing is, first of all, we are in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. Right. And second of all, I don't, I don't know. I've always had a thing against libraries. Like they were a brilliant idea, but I've just, I've just grown up not liking them. Yeah. It's it's a sort of thing like. I might finish a book, then two months later at some point, I might want to check it. Like, for job interviews or, like, application where it said uh, right about the time you did this. I I was talking about a report I did on the radio show once, and I couldn't remember the name of something, but I remembered I had referenced it from one of my books. So I just went upstairs to check it. I borrowed it from a library. I couldn't exactly drive to the library, check out, look at that. Oh, it's that name. Then come home and finish the application. And I think it comes back to the fact that we 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 like things. We like yeah. saying, I own this book, not I'm borrowing this book or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I did uh, get rid of a load of books a few weeks ago. Because it's the sort of thing, you end up collecting a load, then a few years later you'll think, well, I'm, de- I'm not going to read that again, I'm not going to read that again. And you just want more space for new books. Yeah, so you, and it, to be, you'll see someone, you'll be like, oh, I will keep that. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it's your favourite book or you like how it looks or whatever. But yeah. I know what you mean. You do end up with a significant amount of books. Yeah. I've I started, like, slowly getting less and less fiction books. A lot of mine now are sort of either autobiographies or, like, non-fiction reporting really? style. I, I've, I've gone the opposite way. I've bought, throughout uh, learning politics in... I don't know uh, school and then yeah. university. I, I I end up buying loads and loads of um, biographies about famous prime ministers yeah. or MPs. So I'm fairly 
I'm, I'm not say fairly. I am left wing, so I, I often buy like I know I've got Clement Attlee's biography or something like that. Yeah. And then, you s- and then I've I slowly got to the point where I was like I was having to read certain books for for university. Yeah. And then at night I'd be reading biographies about politics. Yeah. And it, sometimes it did just get a bit much. So nowadays I've started bu- buying I don't know fictions or stuff that's nothing to do with um my normal life because it's some it's more of an escape now rather than like uh, a learning exercise you know yeah i know what you mean because i'm i went through a period where like first lockdown i was getting through a load of books i bought over the past few years but never got around to reading so i was yeah. going through them and i think i'm similar to you i'm not as left-wing as you but i'm still left-wing not right-wing yeah. so like the book Politics books are my shelf. I've got a few of Nick Clegg's ones. Uh, I've got Jess Phillips one. I've got Majid Majid's. Um, I was getting to a point where I had so many politics books. It was like, I had, right, so I've got that one. So I read that one. Then I had to read something that wasn't politics. So it had was a bit of a break. Yeah. Well, in, in this part of the show, like halfway through, because I'd say that we do, we do ramble a lot. It's just... Yeah. What even even when we're talking in person, we'll just we'll just talk for ages and yeah. ages. But one thing we wanted to do, kind of weekly, was talk about conspiracies. Yeah. So each week, I don't know, one of us was going to introduce a conspiracy. Yeah. Because uh, it's not not that we we think that everything's a conspiracy. I just think I personally just think they're quite interesting. Yeah. We we don't of, believe the Earth is like, flat. No. But we are quite interested in why people think the Earth is flat. And. Often I get, um, there's rarely a conspiracy theory that kind of, I don't know, I think believe is a strong word, but kind of like, I'm like, oh, maybe they're right, you know? Like, I don't know, some of them I read, I I, I sent you one a couple of weeks back about, I say I sent you one, I saw a TikTok about one, (laughs) and I sent you it, and it was about how the Titanic was faked, and I was a bit like... Hmm. Right. I was a bit. I was very skeptical. I was like, "That's just, just not going to be true, is it?" No. But then yeah. I see some, and I'm like, "Well, actually, they make some good points here." Yeah. yeah. So, I think this week have you got one? Yeah, I've got one about MH370, the plane. MH370. Yeah, the plane that disappeared, uh, March 2014. Uh, it was flying from Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia to Beijing. Uh, I think it was this the Malaysian airline one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it disappeared somewhere in Vietnamese airspace, and it is not been found. Parts of the plane have been found, um, but the whole plane is still missing somewhere in the ocean. Somewhere, um, right. always believed to be. Uh, some people thought it was taken by the military uh, or aliens or some tropical island and passengers being held hostage. But one of the, right. one of the best conspiracy theories, because this happened so long ago, I did a GSSC project on this, an English-speaking one. Yeah. One of the best theories was Pitbull did it. Pitbull? As Pitbull, in... The, the rapper, Mr. World, the rapper. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Right. <laughs> okay. and, and I've written this down. So he, he released a track in 2012. It was almost like he was predicting it or he was announcing he was going to do it or something. 
2012 released a track called Get It Started, which got to number 61 in the UK singles chart and number one in the Brazilian Billboard pop songs. Right. For any music people. It includes lines such as, Now it's off to Malaysia, two passports, three cities, two countries, one day. So, Now it's off to Malaysia references where it started in Kuala Lumpur, which is a really good Formula One track. I want to point that out. They don't race her anymore, and it was one of my favourite Formula One tracks. I've actually been to Kuala Lumpur as well. Ooh. Bit of a tangent, but I went there on a connecting flight to Australia. Oh, yeah. I think, I think actually, about two weeks before that flight went missing, I was coming back from Australia via Kuala Lumpur <laughs> on a Malaysian Airlines flight. Oh, sketchy. So, yeah, but... All I can re- I was I was fairly young at the time. I think yeah. I was twelve maybe, and I just all I can remember from it is that it was really hot, and I can't sleep on planes. So I'd done about a thirteen-hour flight. It was really hot. I was just basically collapsing in this airport. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's quite a lump of hot, and had a really good Formula One. Track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now it's off to Malaysia. Obviously, references that. Two passports, three cities, two countries, one day. So on the plane were two passengers that boarded with stolen passports. Uh, I think one boarded with an stolen Austrian one and one with an Italian one. So that refer- that's where the two passports come from. Three cities references Malaysia, uh, capital of Malaysia, which is Kuala Lumpur, China, uh, which is Beijing. I was gonna I was gonna say that. Is it is it Beijing? I think it means Beijing where the flight was destined to. Uh then the other one is I think it's Hanan or is that Hong Kong? Hanoi, I think, which is in Vietnam, which is where the last Vietnam. signal of the plane was picked up. Uh yeah. two countries being Malaysia and China, uh where it's going to and where it's from. One day, obviously, happened over one day. Uh, right. And then there's another line, no Ali, no Frazier, but for now, off to Malaysia. Um, and there was a, the guy who bought the tickets for the two stolen passports was called Mr. Ali. So, right. I, I've always thought that th- there were some weird ones. I'm, it was One of the original ones was it had been kidnapped by the military and taken to a military island in the Pacific called Diego Salone or something. But I've I've always thought the Pitbull one is the most entertaining one out there. That is... That's nuts. Right? Because not not that... Not as in, oh my god, that's real. Because obviously I don't think it's real. (laughs) I don't think Mr. Worldwide is... That's nuts, right? Because all that they've done is they've had they've found a song that's va- can be vaguely related to an incident, and then they put two and two together, right? Yeah. Also, if I were Pitbull and I was going to commit a atrocity or whatnot and a massive mystery, I wouldn't announce it in a song. No. It'll- Plus, I I'm pretty sure Mr. Worldwide probably had an alibi. Yeah, and he could probably buy a plane. Yeah. It is yeah. weird, like, just saying Malaysia in it, like, that's fair enough, that could just be where he went on holiday or something. And, like, some of the lines individually aren't too weird. But the fact he said, 
in the same song, now it's off to Malaysia. Two passports, three cities, two countries. Uh, no alley, but now it's off to Malaysia. It's a lot of coincidences in one place. It's just really weird that it did happen. Yeah. Obviously, I don't believe it. But yeah. it is a weird one. I just yeah, just looking at it now. Uh, the song was like year, like a year or two before. It was twenty twelve, so it's two years earlier. I think it's a bit like the argument that Matt Groening is it Groening? Yeah, from the Simpsons. The Simpsons is now. is a time traveller. Yeah, predict. To be fair, there have been a lot of coincidences uh, yeah. that have come up. It is amazing, but I think. They some of them are a lot more amazing than others, right? I I think the thing with those are a lot of them are like really wild things that you wouldn't think would happen. But in the awful world we live in, those crazy things have happened. Yeah, like one of the ones they did was the Lady Gaga thing. That was quite similar, and then yeah. they did the the one that throws me off a lot is. The, you know the Donald Trump one when he's president? Yeah. Not, not the fact that they predicted he'd be president, but they've got him going down that elevator. And then there's a video of him going down like the same elevator. Yeah. I just think, I think it's because the Simpsons must do, a, they do a lot, right, of episodes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So there's ba- there's probably bound to be coincidences. And it just happens that there were a lot of coincidences. I mean, the, and, the uh, thing is, Donald Trump, I'm pretty sure, said in the past he wanted to run for president. So that wasn't hard yeah. to write in. Then it could have just been that he'd seen that episode. Because Donald Trump strikes me as the sort of person that would watch The Simpsons. Watch The Simpsons, yeah. And he could have just ridden the lift for the fact of, well, let's make people think I was in The Simpsons or I'm a time traveller. Yeah. And there's there's some that I can... Like... What's the, what's the good? There was one where it's like Curious George and the Ebola virus, right? That was a a book in a Simpsons episode, and then people have linked that to the Ebola outbreak in twenty fourteen. Was it? Yeah. I think that's a very tedious link to make. Yeah. Right. Is because that's just a, a one reference to it in like however many episodes. Of the, it doesn't mean they predicted it. Yeah. Know? It's kind of like saying Thomas the Tank Engine caused all the Southern Rail delays. Yeah. It's it's as 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 nutty. That that theory that Pitbull caused this Malaysian airline flight to um to disappear is it's uh, uh, let's it's go with far fetched. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely one of the better. I think it, the debate then comes which is more far fetched. It was taken by aliens or Pitbull did it. Which one then becomes more far fetched? Uh, well, I I believe I. Aliens exist, right? Because on the basis that the Law- universe is so huge, laws of probability define that yeah. somewhere in the world there will be yeah. other life species. They may uh, not yes. be green, skinny things with massive eyes that come in discs. Then, it, yeah, but it's like there's not. It's not. A, it's not a hundred percent, right? Because things being a hundred, you can't. It's like a hundred percent is like a certainty, but it's like. 99 point however many nines yeah it's just beyond doubt you know yeah it's like it has to basically be and I just think but the issue I have with that is that alien I think the more likely thing you know is for it to have been pitbull (laughs) (laughs) that's what I was thinking 
Because if aliens, right, had come, right, from far away, then they must have extortionate technology, right? Yeah. Beyond what our minds can even, like, imagine. And if they were going to come all this way to Earth, right, and we we wouldn't... First of all, we haven't seen them at all. No. Right? And if they all come to Earth and came to see us with all of this technology... I don't think the first thing that they do would be to steal a Malaysian airline flight. No. I, I think when you line it up, you've got Pitbull, who A, is on the planet. B, would have We know the, it's real. Yeah, <laughs> would have the money to potentially organise this against aliens that we've never seen coming from millions of light years away with who knows what technology and what size they are. Pitbull kind of wins, which is a yeah. weird thing. It's a weird thing to say that Pitbull taking a flight to absolute. We still don't. This doesn't even say where it went to. It just says that he did it. So we don't know where he would have taken which it. Which is, to. it's quite. It must be really upsetting for the um, the families of those on that plane. That yeah, we'll never really know. But I think. The most, the most. If we had to figure out, if we basically said, what's the most likely thing, either pitbull or aliens, I think the most likely situation of these, right? These are all unlikely, but the least, the most likely of these unlikely situations will be, will probably be, I don't know, that pitbull would be involved in, I don't know, organized crime or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Or something, because that's that's so unlikely, but it's more likely than aliens coming from. Mars away, or Pitbull just doing it by himself, you know? Yeah. At least he'd have good entrance music. Like, <laughs> you know in some like crime drama when the Mafia boss comes in, you got some really daunting music. He'd have a lot better music going on when he walked through the doors. Just like a Bond villain. Maybe he'd just have, like, Timber. Just <laughs> Just Mr. Worldwide on repeat, just going round. Yeah. But... That was our conspiracy theory for this week. It was. Pitbull, the, the theory that Pitbull stole the Malaysian Airlines flight that went missing. Yeah. And I think both of us agree that this didn't, well, beyond doubt, didn't happen. No, definitely didn't happen. So, kind of, one, th- one thing recently, right, that I've been thinking about is sleeping arrangements, right? And this very weird topic but the reason i talk about this is because somebody said i have really weird sleeping arrangements and i thought about it and i was like actually you know what i am very strange so i have first of all i i used to only sleep with four pillows right yeah now i have six i have two below a duvet and then one uh, like two on top and then two on top of that so when I sit down and watch TV, I'll have like a backrest. I obviously, when I sleep, I like take, I basically throw a bunch of them away and only use like one or two. Yeah. But but on my bed right now it's six pillows. The second thing that's quite weird is that I have two duvets, and people are always like, and I always complain I'm too hot, but I have two duvets because I like, I like the snugness of it, right? Yeah. So then to ca- to counter this, I'm not sure which one came first. I sleep with a fan as well. Yeah, I, right? I do the same, to be fair. And I think the fan came first, and then I got cold, and then I used two duvets, and then I got <laughs> used to it. Right? You sound like me whenever I try to build something, 
It's like, <laughs> right, so that's a problem. So let's add this to solve the problem instead of just yeah. getting rid of the problem. Yeah. I'd, and then and then you slowly become accustomed to it. Yeah. So I've become so accustomed to a fan. I can I can do with one duvet on the odd night. Like, I, I'm okay with one duvet. But with a fan, I lit... Like, I can't sleep without a fan. Yeah. I just can't. Whenever I've been on holiday in the last two years, I went to Edinburgh a couple of years ago. I put the fan in my car and drove to Edinburgh with it so I could sleep with a fan. <laughs> uh, and now I'm slowly adding more things to this yeah. issue. So for Christmas, my it's sometimes really cold in my room. Or it was over winter. Yeah. It's warming up a bit now, but... My dad bought me a, a little heater. Yeah. So I have I have that go on between like two a.m. and nine a.m. Right. <laughs> but and then I also have the window open. So I've got a window open, two duvets. Right. So I'd, what's the best order to do this? I have two duvets to keep me snug, and then I have a fan to cool me down, and then I have a heater to keep me snug, and then a window to cool me down, and then I have six pillows as well. Yeah. It's just nuts. It, and I realised that maybe if I just cut out all of these, I'd be in the same situation. But then I'd be like, well, I need a fan. And obviously I can become accustomed to not having a fan. Yeah. But then I'd be like, I need a fan. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, to counter that, I need... And then it's just slowly back into the same thing. Yeah. So... Yeah, and I know, yeah. like, the fan for me is because I get hot quite easy. Like, I have a really thin duvet on. Um, but, like, my room is on the front of the house and I've got two double windows. So in the summer I get all the sun coming in, then in the winter I get just all the cold air coming in. But yeah. the fan, the fan isn't as much white noise, so I don't overheat. Um, but like I have to sleep with either TV on or some music playing, just because I need something in the background. See, I like the white noise of a fan as well. Well, I I'm, I need something almost to occupy my brain. It's like throughout the day when I'm working, I will have a speaker on playing music constantly because I just need something for some is not silent because I, I hate silence. Yeah, and like I know that if I didn't have white noise going, my brain would just think about stupid stuff. Yeah. So the other night before I put my fan on, I started thinking about the Rick Astley paradox, right? And that is if Rick Astley had a... a CD or DVD, a DVD of the movie Upright. Yeah. And you asked um, Rick Astley, <laughs> could, could he yeah. give you Upright? And then, um, if he does give you up, right, that's a paradox because he can never give you Upright. Yeah. <laughs> but then if he doesn't give you up, he lets you down. Yeah. And he, he says he's never going to let you down. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's like Schrodinger's urinal. No woman ever knows this, but every man knows what you're talking about when you say Schrodinger's urinal. Yep. It's like Schrodinger's box. Put a cat in a box, close the box. Is there still a cat in there? You don't it's know. The, um, you don't know, but if you open it, oh, there's a cat in there. If, you, it's, yeah, if you've got five urinals, how many urinals are there? Because there aren't five. It's either, three. It's either two or three. Yeah, you have one far left, one in the middle, one on the far right. Yeah. And that or if if some guy decides to be an ass and go in one of the middle ones, yeah. then it's two because you have to go in the other. Yeah, because yeah. that's just how that's just how it works. Unless either a you're hammered, yeah, or b you're at a football top football game and you need to do it quickly. Well, no, and then even then, even game, then, just the massive trough ones. Yeah, 
But Tro- Schrodinger's cat's the classic. Um, Schrodinger. What was Schrodinger's cat? Was there's a cat in a box. If you shut the box, is there still a cat in there? I see. Is it? Is the cat? I think I did. I thought it was the cat is in this box. Is he alive or is he dead? Right. And because you don't know until you open the box, wh- while you're looking at this closed box, he is both simultaneously dead and alive because you don't know. I think that's was that what it is. I think it's a bit more complicated than what I was saying. To be fair, but that, that's something just what along I've those read lines. Things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, a couple of days ago, so I go to walk every day. Yeah. Because I don't know. I just think it's quite um quite therapeutic going on a walk. Yeah. But I go on a, a I don't know five k walk every day, and sometimes I call my mates. So I call X and I call Y and. It's a nice catch-up session, and I called one of our friends the other day, yeah. and we started talking about books, right, and fictional books, and I said, one of the things I loved growing up was Percy Jackson, right? Okay. I did, I just liked it. I yeah. just thought it was interesting, I, and that really, I liked, I liked Greek mythology, right? Yeah. And I've, al- I've always been under the opinion that I prefer the Greeks to the Romans, right? Okay. Because in my mind... The Romans copied the Greeks, right? And then my mate basically made the point. She was like, yeah, but the Greeks copied everybody else. And I was like, yeah, probably true. But I I just prefer, I don't know, the Greeks. Are, I'd rather go to, I don't know, a, an old Greek place than an old Roman place. I, I love Italy, I do, but I just prefer the ancient Greeks to the ancient Romans. And she was like, I prefer the ancient Romans. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. And then she was like, I heard this theory that people that read Percy Jackson when they're growing up prefer the Greeks, and people that read Harry Potter prefer the Romans. I thought that's really... I don't know how true it is, right? But I just think it's quite interesting. Like, I don't know. Well, the thing is, for me, I'm not interested in ancient Greece or ancient Roman. I haven't read Percy Jackson. Oh, Percy Jackson... And and then the follow up heroes of Olympus. Oh, it it was like I don't know. I read it the other day. I, don't, <laughs> I read a bit of it the other day. I didn't read all of it, but I read like the first introdu- like introduction before I got the Pilgrim. Yeah. I I looked at it and I was thinking, you know what? This was amazing when I was younger, but now I feel like I need something a bit more challenging. Yeah. It's like Beast Quest. Everyone read Beast Quest as a kid. Yeah. It's just certain things you love. And then when you revisit them, you love as a child, and then when you revisit them, you realise they're not actually as good. They're absolutely awful. Yeah. I, like, there's a couple of things that come to mind. Like, the the Alton Towers water park, right? I no, still like it. No, I, that's one of the right. best water parks there is. It, no, it is good, right? I do like it. I'd still go. I'd go tomorrow if it were open or whatever. Yeah. But in my mind, the point I'm making is, in my mind, it was massive, right? Yeah, it's good, absolutely yeah, huge. Good point. But then I I went, and I was like, this is nowhere near as massive as I used to think it was. Yeah, yeah. No, I get where you're coming from with that. Like people in school, you see a sixth form and you think you're huge or whatever. Yeah. I b- bet you didn't because you're massive anyway. But <laughs> I saw them and I'm like, you're absolutely huge. And then I got to sixth form. And I'm thinking, not actually that big at all. Yeah. Same as video games. I play. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the old PS2 version. Yeah. One a really good video game. Played it when I was younger. Absolutely loved it. Bought the 
bought it on PC a couple of years ago, played it. Um, obviously, I got the nostalgia kick, but the graphics were awful because we slowly get used to better things. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then in our mind, they were really good. But then you look back and you're like, well, really? You know? Yeah. No, I know where you're coming from with that. Yeah. But the, the last topic for today's podcast, which was quite a while ago now, it was Valentine's, right? Yeah. And the reason I raised this as a topic, even though Valentine's was, what, like a week and a half, two weeks ago, is because I got a Valentine's card from, right, stick with me for this, because I got a Valentine's card from my sister, right? Okay. And it's not it's not as nuts as it's out. You're not, it says, I'm not going to say anywhere, because I don't want to offend people. No, it says, Takira, I know it's late, it wasn't specifically for you, uh, it was just kind of, because the card is funny. Yeah. So she got me the card just because the card was funny. That's just kind of relationship we have is that she sent me something because it's funny she basically says ignore the valentine's day bit just look how funny this card is yeah that's what the card is but it made me think this is valentine's is a time for like relationships obviously and particularly in covid times it's it's you can't exactly just go out on a date with somebody no yeah i know what you mean even as a single person yeah and i got told by a friend of mine that valentine's is just kind of i think they're fairly left-wing but they said that valentine's is basically a capitalist um ploy yeah or something like that and then i was thinking about it i was thinking well christmas obviously winter solstice and then actually jesus birth or i know all of that and then easter the same and halloween's hallow's day you know all of this uh, bonfire night all of them have kind of backing but i didn't actually know if does valentine's day is there a specific reason isn't it related to saint valentine i don't know if it's celebrating a particular birthday or something but it isn't kind of like saint george's day it's a day to commemorate saint valentine yeah and the thing is right i don't really know who saint valentine is i don't have a clue saint george we obviously know is the is patron saint of like quite a lot of places yeah and same same as St. Patrick or whatever. St. Valentine, I've never really known who he is. So I've just typed him up now and he's he's a um he was a third century Roman saint and yeah, you're right, his commemorated on the fourteenth, right? Yeah. The issue I have with this is that he's associated his his day has become associated with love, right? Yeah. But he's He's the patron saint of, like, epilepsy and beekeepers. Yeah. So, and, I don't know, I don't. I just find it really strange how we celebrate St. Valentine, but we don't celebrate, well, like, I say celebrate, but, like, more, the entire world kind of celebrates Valentine's Day, but the entire world doesn't celebrate, I don't know, St. Bartholomew's Day or St. Whatever's Day, right? Yeah. So m- maybe they have a point in the fact that it's kind of been br- Valentine's Day probably started out as a feast or whatever, but slowly people have realised that oh you can um you can we can market this we can sell people hearts and it slowly evolved into this thing where it's not actually to do with the feast of Saint Valentine at all, it's to do with I don't know going on a date or whatever. Yeah. The same as how Easter has slowly not become about I don't know was it the end of Lent no. Start. Yes, no. Start of Lent? No, Pancake Day was the start of Lent, I think. 
So yeah, it's and to, and it's to do with Jesus as um death, right? Easter. Yeah. And uh, the last day, the I think it's the last day of the last week of Lent is Holy Week, right? And I think is it Good Friday? Or, I my knowledge of Christian holidays is appalling. I but I don't know any. Just give me the chopper. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this is the issue, right? Is that Easter has nothing to do with chocolate eggs, right? It it do does with, help it. Yeah, but it's to do with at the core, to do with the death of um Jesus. And yet we all eat chocolate eggs. And it's like we have Easter egg hunts and stuff like this. And we're like I just don't know. I just I have nothing against Easter, but I just think it's interesting to think about the fact that it's not actually s- that you can say it's a celebration of Jesus's death, right? Yeah. But the the average person will just look forward to their Easter egg. Yeah. Same same with Valentine's Day. It's not actually at all to do with St. Valentine. It's to do with going on a date or pro- like saying that you love somebody and stuff like this. Yeah. I just think what a um I'm not sure if it's a sad reflect. It's just a reflection on the world that this. That I don't think it's objectively good or objectively bad. It's just interesting to see that it's kind of happened, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I think to end this week's show talking about Valentine's Day, I managed to ruin my best friend's Valentine's Day this year. And you can listen to how I did that on the Coffee Shop Best Bits <laughs> podcast, episode three, available to stream on coming. all popular podcast providers. I knew it was coming, but yeah, like you say, um, that has been the first podcast, I suppose. Yeah, first episode of Ear Thoughts. First of we went to some weird places. Yeah, we did food, music, books, Mister Worldwide, Mister Worldwide, ancient culture, and everywhere in between. Yeah. So, thank you all for listening to Ear Thoughts with me, Kieran, and Harry. Yep. So goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, you can. Oh, I was going to say you can, you can follow us on thing. What? What can they on thing? What can they follow you on? Can they follow you? I don't really have anything to be honest. I've kind of come off social media, but I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know. One of your accounts will retweet or follow share the or do something. follow the bonsai seven eight media Instagram account. To find out exactly when this podcast is coming out, and I probably follow coffee shops as yeah, well. Coffee. Just slide that one in. Oh, I've got I've got to reel off every single one then. On Instagram, we are <laughs> at Coffee Shop Records underscore. On Twitter, we are at Coffee Shop Rec. That's R E C. On Facebook, we are Coffee Shop Records, and on LinkedIn, we are Coffee Shop Records. You can follow Bonsai Seven Eight Media on Instagram at Bonsai Seven Eight Media, and on LinkedIn, Bonsai Seven Eight Media. You can contact us via email on contact at Bonsai Seven Eight Media dot co. UK, and you can follow me personally on Instagram at Harry underscore Con One. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. See you next time.